morning good afternoon good night guys welcome back to our podcast on agricultural policy and development on this note we shall be discussing planning of the project policy and programs as well so please i'll advise you guys my listeners to put down the following objectives as this will help in understanding the subject matter uh, so the, the objectives that we will be discussing in this note include the concept of learning importance of learning the, the concept of planning sorry the importance of planning the types of planning we will be discussing the definition of development planning categories of development planning we will be explaining the rationale for development planning the nature of development planning as well also we will be discussing the planning process the basic characteristics of planning process major reasons for plan failures the importance of planning in agricultural sector as i mentioned earlier we will be discussing agricultural development plan problems of agricultural development planning agricultural development planning as well guidelines and formulating a good plan also also we will be discussing the meaning of projects types of projects we have the characteristics of a project classification of a project project and program that uh, differences we will be discussing economic policies its objectives instruments of a policy we will be discussing economic policy instruments adopted in nigeria in the past thank you guys for listening and please stay tuned okay so let's start with the concept of planning what do we understand by planning? Planning is based on the theory of thinking before acting, reasoning before doing things, only planning. Planning na make I reason, make I think about this thing before I do am. Hmm, I don't think I will before I do am. So planning is the process of deciding when, what, how, and where to do a certain activity before starting planning can also be defined as a predecided outline of the activities to be conducted in the organization predecided outline of activities to be conducted in the organization According to M. E. Orley, planning is deciding in advance what is to be done. Everybody just did talk the same thing. It involves the selection of objectives, policies, procedures, and programs from among alternatives. Everybody still did talk the same thing. So planning, in this sense, now make person reason well before doing anything. Waiting with the reason how I want to do this thing, how I want to pass my exam, waiting I need to do. Make I put them down. If you don't reason them, then you can actually articulate it and start something, start acting. So uh, let's move on to the importance of planning. Hmm. Oh, well, 
focuses on. Now we have planning helps us to coordinate activities. I think I think this question was asked in our CAT. Planning well, it helps to coordinate activities, it helps to prepare for exigencies. Okay, this same question was asked in the marketing CAT as well. So it's still the same thing. Planning and planning. Maybe whether it is uh marketing or agricultural policy or yes, some any other courses, planning and still planning make you reason before you do something. So planning helps to coordinate activities, it helps to prepare for exigencies, it helps to integrate function and activities. Planning also helps in continuous review of operation and last one it gives rise to systematic thinking hmm. systematic thinking may you know just they think anyhow may you know just they think like momo so the five importance of planning that i've mentioned earlier i said it helps to coordinate activities if you're using something well it will actually help you in in doing that thing better you get so you'll be better off someone that has not planned at all so when you coordinate when you think of how you can pass well in this forthcoming exam that that is then you can pass well it helps you coordinate your activities and i want to read four to six i want to read this blah 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 so it helps you coordinate activities uh, secondly, it helps to prepare for exigencies when you revisit things, when you think before you do anything. There are some, there are some emergency stuffs that we don't actually put down. But when you are planning, we all put some, uh, how do I call it? We all have some places for exigencies. And that is why planning is so important. Because when we are planning, that thing where you think, say, you no, know, if up, and we could still stop. Hmm? Just like as everybody don't mind me for this forex matter now. Most of us will not actually plan for exigence. So if to say we don't plan, we go put places for ah, failure of his soap, if this thing soap, if something like this soap. If I need money, if I need to do this thing, uh -huh. so planning will help prepare for all those exigencies as well, the emergency uh, stuff. So the third one, planning helps to integrate function and activities. It helps to integrate function and activities. Continuous review of operation, it helps in that as well, uh, systematic thinking. So let's move to types of planning we have different types of planning my people now the different type of planning is based on some um factors we have the basis on uh, on the basis of nature we have on the basis of time we have the basis of managerial level and use i don't say nature managerial level time and use ah you see mn 
and um ah are you using how we go even try put down into a coin and way we go use understand better but let's just note that the types of planning we have is actually based on nature managerial level time and use those four bases so on the basis of nature to start with we have the operational plan we have the tactical plan and the strategic plan as well we have three types of plan under the basis of nature this the operational plan this is formulated by a lower level management for short time period which lasts up to a year in your operational plan plan where you where you put down where you articulate where you do where you reason say many of the we then lower level management actually plan for some operations you want buy this thing you want to do this one you want to do that one in the organization so it is always formulated by the lower level management for short term period and we have the second one tactical plan under the basis of nature which is which can also be called the coordinative plan or the functional plan it is an integration of various organization units and ensures implementation of strategic plans hmm. we have strategic plans make make we first understand the tactical plan now most of us they actually watch um, football if we understand the concept of management in in the football uh, realm we understand that it's not just the head coach that trains the players we have some fitness coach we have different coaches as well the goalkeeper coach blah 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 now what the tactical plan does is that it integrates various organization units the head coach in the football team Guardiola, Mourinho, all those people the head coach the manager they now integrate collective integration of the operational plan we all these fitness coach this clinical coach all of them they don't do for some period of time so the formula they, they compound it together to ensure the implementation of the strategic plan that we will be discussing further now what does the strategic plan means the strategic plan is actually formulated by top level management for a long time period well up to five years now aside the manager in the football team we also have the board the 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 board members those that are directing the whole club now these people make the strategic plan the strategic they make strategic plans decisions on how we want barcelona to move from 2021 to 2025 to 2029 you understand so the tactical plan that i mentioned earlier the head coach the operational plan is actually done by the other lower lower coach shake it the strategic plan in the football team the moving the strategic plan will be our plans that are formulated by the board of directors okay so let's move to the basis of managerial level 
we have mentioned the basis of on the basis of nature the types of planning on the basis of nature to recall i said we have the operational plan we have the we have the functional plan which can also be called the tactical plan and we have the strategic plan as well so on the basis of managerial level we have three types as well meta meta arometa arometa so this one we have top level plans we have the middle level plans and we have the lower level plans we don't talk managerial level so you're going to say people where they actually do this ones too now on top level level matter which kind of level you do you know if you follow or that talk so the top level plans are formulated by the general managers and directors the middle level plans they are the departmental managers plan and the lower level plans prepared by the supervisors and the foreman so just like i've mentioned earlier using a football uh, the football world as a case example you can actually use this one too as a case example the top the middle level and the lower level plans and on the basis of time according to the four basis i've mentioned earlier on on the types of plan we have on the basis of time we have the long term plan we have the intermediate plan and we have the short term plan the long term plan as the name implies it's plan we would develop for for mission and vision it always takes a longer period of time the intermediate plan they are used for campaigns there is a campaigns up to six to two years six months to two years and the short-term plan it's for a day-to-day -day objective you want to do this one to transportation cost blah 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 all these day-to-day -day activities and let's move on to the basis of use classification of 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 plan on the basis of views we just have to on the basis of views we have single plan and the standing plan the single plan it is it is always formulated for a special cause, for a special problem. It ends after solving that problem. And it is not used once after they are used. Hmm, I like that one, bro. Single plan, not just once. See, ah, something, something just soap now. See, okay, let's, let's just say, I'll keep using the, the football, um, the football world. Let's just say a coach was sacked. Now, the club needs to formulate an emergency plan for the club. Someone to aid the club. Probably an interim uh, coach, acting coach. She gets. Now, these are plans. That plan that is... That is... Um, how do I say this on Ibusef? That plan that is formulated during this period is called a single plan. It is to solve one particular problem the club is having because they don't have a manager at that moment. They sack their manager. She gets. So that plan at that moment is called a single plan. It is formulated to tackle that problem. So after solving that problem, probably the club signs a new manager then the single plan will end as well 
So we have the standing plan. In the standing plan, it is formulated once and it is always repeatedly used. So about it form a buy, it is always repeatedly used. You there are some teams that don't actually have a pattern of of play, just like that Chelsea. I don't like that team at all. They know they know get on pattern of play. There are some teams that have a pattern of play. They have they have a formulated plan that this is what we want to play. Tiki Taka, this is this pack the box and all. So all these all these teams they have a formulated plan and they are using it every time. That is a standing plan. A single plan, it's it's actually it is actually formulated for exigencies, for emergency to solve a special problem. So let's move on to uh, the planning process. Uh, planning process. The planning process includes the determination of objectives and outlining the future actions that are needed to achieve these objectives. Again, planning process. Planning process in Yoruba, at is okay. We don't talk say planning now thinking before acting now what is process process na ibaradi abi the way may i may i not talk nonsense for you guys so the planning process includes the determination of objectives to use and the outlining the future actions that are needed to achieve these objectives are formation now we have basic characteristics of a planning process i think i saw that in a question okay so the characteristics of planning process include the policy a, a process a planning process marks actually include the policy objectives the goals and they have procedures we have rules we have budgets we have vision statements we have mission, we have variable plans, um, we also have um, permissing. permissing, so we have guidelines, let's move on to guidelines in formulating a good plan, hmm. guidelines in formulating a good plan, we, act, we have nine, nine guidelines, the first one, guidelines in formulating a good plan, the first one, Let's do that in the next note. Thank you, guys. Sorry, guys, for the breaking transmission. So, opportunity <laughs> breaking transmission. Yeah, me go live something. So, uh, let's move on to the guidelines on formulating a good plan. We have nine guidelines. The first one: analysis of the environment. Know the kind of environment you are in. You want to formulate your plan to so analyze the environment. The second stage, setting the objectives. Why you want to um, formulate the plan? You develop the premises for the objectives as well. The for the objectives that has been stated. Um, the fourth, the fourth step, you determine and evaluate alternatives. Alternatives. Some other. Um, other things you can actually do in your plan so the fifth step selection of the best alternative the sixth one the fifth one selection of best alternative the alternative we better pass you have the plan abc in the first when you are setting your objective this is what you want to do you develop the premises 
the fourth step you now determine and evaluate your alternatives different things you can as, as well do according to that plan then the fifth one you can select best alternatives so the sixth one formulation of a derivative plan you don't select alternative already now what if this fails what if what if what if then you can derive a derivative plan derivative plan is i think it's let me say alternative i don't want to confuse you guys so the seventh one a budget formulation i will i don't think but if you have a plan that is not money driven you you don't need the budget formulation she get now implementation of a plan is the eighth one then the ninth um step the ninth step is a follow-up action follow up no no dollar no dollar spirits just also so uh then after that we've talked about uh, we've talked about the concept of planning we discussed importance of planning the types of planning we have based on different factors that we mentioned the nature use time and managerial uh, managerial level yeah so now let's let's discuss why why plan fails why i don't plan this thing i don't reason this thing well why this thing will fail and eh, you are they always pain person if plan fail though many people don't actually plan for things to go so 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 during this year and imagine and just the second month they are, they are planned on the field so why why plan fails the first one we have inadequate preparation now note this the reason why plan fails inadequate preparation inadequate preparation inadequacy in defining various businesses that is the second one reason why plan fails inadequate preparation first one the second one inadequacy in defining various businesses you know if you even mention all the business where they do you know if you mention you know if you define them say this is what you are doing so the the third the third one lack of the study the fourth one lack of clarity in the objectives this is what i want to achieve these are what i want to do in this business mm. clarity in objectives they lack it that, and that is why most plan fails we have the lack of staff control too you know if you even send people you know if you ask your staff where you where you hire you know if you ask them maybe they do some things again so lack of staff control we have um another another reason why plan fails we have absence of the review and we also have absence of feedback i have mentioned seven the first one inadequate preparation the second one inadequacy in defining various businesses the third one i said lack of study the fourth one lack of clarity in the objectives 
we also have lack of the staff control we also have absence of the review and the last one is absence of the feedback so now we shall be moving to development planning wow uh, so let's move on development planning what do we mean by development planning what is associated with development planning the categories of development planning the rationale for development planning how do we explain the nature of development planning stay tuned as we shall be discussing that and the next note thank you guys development planning these are strategic measurable goals that an organization plans to meet within a certain amount of time a certain period of time strategic measurable goals you know i we made mention of strategic plans during the course of explaining the types of plans that we have that strategic plans falls under the nature strategic plans falls under nature of plan based on basis on the of the nature and be commercial in Boso. so development planning actually entails the strategic measurable goals that an organization plans to meet within a certain amount of time so this is actually telling us that the development planning of any organization is formulated by the top dogs by the managers the directors the board of ah. Ah. so let's sorry sorry for that let's move on to categories of development planning i hope you guys understand the meaning of development planning as a measurable goals that an organization plans to meet within a certain period of time so we move on to categories of development planning we have the non-profit development planning we have the personal development planning we have a professional development planning we have the urban development planning we have individual development planning as well uh, let's let's highlight each categories and discuss further explain explain briefly so non-profit development plan as the name implies they are all activities related to fundraising the grant writing capital campaigns and all involves the setting calendar milestone for the fundraising goals and figure out what activities must be done to achieve them to achieve these goals in essence non-profit development goals now plans where people they develop we organization that develop to actually raise funds for non-profit organization um, non-profit organizations include schools all these charity clubs and cool so they develop plan they have a plan developed to 
gather funds to raise funds either to grant writing to capital campaigns and all now this planning involves setting calendar milestone before the end of 2021 we must achieve a 21 million dollars capital you get so they actually set calendar milestone for the fundraising goals and they figure out what activities must be done how do they want to achieve this after figuring out after after setting their objectives that we want to achieve 21 million naira capital before the end of by the end of 2021 that is the objective now they now they must now figure out how to achieve that objective Stephanie. so the second one we have the personal development planning personal development planning development plans formulated by employees in an organization relating to the job itself so personal development planning there's another development planning that we'll be going to mention it's almost um, the same thing as this but we are going to highlight the differences between each other so personal development planning as we are saying as we are discussing is the plans formulated by employees in an organization relating to the job itself when your employer asks the employees to formulate their plans on how, how they intend to achieve their objectives because plans a, a, a normal plan should have objectives and how you intend to achieve them so employees employers can ask their employees to formulate their plan and bring it bring it back formulate plans on the job that's personal development plan formulate plan on how you can improve on your on that particular job okay you get that is that about personal development plan we have mentioned uh, non-profit development planning then let's go to individual development planning this is formulated by individuals to assess themselves within goals to achieve future growth and development with time individual is different from personal development planning why because personal development planning is actually um, formulated by employees employers ask the employee to formulate plans on how to better their self in their job now individual development planning is different because this is actually formulated by individuals themselves not in a job or business to assess themselves now i want to write a plan i want to write i want to formulate a plan to assess myself on how i am doing how i've been doing and what i want to achieve shake it now waiting goes to achieve future goals and development with time that is individual development planning so the fourth one let's move to professional development planning here we see uh, plans that include goals related to a personal a personal career 
plans that include goals related to a personal career and how they are willing to be more effective in their operational duties. This is different from personal development planning. Personal development planning. Now the yoga ask the omoshe say go write plan, go formulate plan. I won't even see what you they do, what you need, how you intend to develop outside this job in this job so it is actually plans that employers ask their employees to formulate the personal the individual is plans that are formulated by each individual to assess themselves and to achieve some future code and development then the professional plan it's there there are plans that include goals related to a personal career their career and how they are willing to be more effective in their operational duties and the last one we have the urban development planning as well under the categories of development planning so the, the, the last one urban development planning they are formulated in cities and communities to better um, the growth and development of the urban settlement or the community at large so let's move to rational for development planning here we will be discussing failures rational for development planning we have the market failure we have resource mobilization and allocation we have the psychological impact and we have the foreign aid how this affects development planning the rational for development planning stay tuned as we will be discussing further on the next note the various rationale the coordination failure the market failure the government failure how we distinguish each other and the nature we will be discussing nature of development planning as well and yeah thank you we shall be discussing the job of development planning then after that we move to agricultural development plan stay tuned guys so guys let's move to rational for development planning but before we move on ah girl i shall not say we go we go past this exam this is the same way we gonna be by Everything is just glory. Everything is just glory. God. Okay, so let's move on. We have the following rationale for development planning. We have market failure. We have resource mobilization and allocation, psychological impact, and foreign aid. These are the reasons for development planning. For markets, no reasons why why we do my development planning rationale. Abi. So we have market failure. And market failure is um, a term that results a, a a phenomenon that results from the existence of market imperfection that weaken the functioning of a market economy. Market failure can be observed by markets which does not exist or cannot function when the market does not function in a in a in a nation or cannot function cannot exist does not exist or cannot function <laughs> then it can also be observed by market allocation of resources that are inefficient 
inefficient allocation of resources in the market. Um, market failure can also be observed by the bad results of a market. So these are the major observance of major observation of market failure. And we said the market failure is a phenomenon that exists from the existence of market imperfection that weaken the functioning of a market economy. Then we have something we call the coordination failure. We have something we call the coordination failure. We have mentioned market failure. The coordination failure occurs when Hmm. I think I mentioned coordination failure amongst the theory of the theory of um uh what's it called the theory of uh, policy sorry what's it by beginning you. Hold on, no. I will go remember. Theories of economic development under okay. So coordination failure, as we are saying, I mentioned coordination failure earlier in the first. Uh, I think the last note, the last episode, that coordination failure exists when several agents. Um, inability to coordinate their behavior results in an outcome which leave all individual to worst off. It's actually mentioned under the theory of economic development, the contemporary theories that we have the new growth model and the coordination failure theory. Yeah, now I remember. So, we have the coordination failure, we have mentioned the market failure, the coordination failure then let's discuss the government failure this government failure exists when politicians the bureaucrats give priority to their own private interest rather than the public interest their private interest rather than the public interest that when that occurs then you can see we we have seen a government failure we like i said earlier that the market failure exists when when results from the market imperfection weakens the functioning of a market economy so let's move to nature of development planning we have four natures of development planning the first one we have the economic planning what's economic planning economic planning is a deliberate government attempt to coordinate economic decision making over the long run and to influence, control the level of growth of a nation's principal economic variable to achieve development objectives. Now, all this we are just talk finish now. In short, economic planning is what the government do to coordinate their economic decision. Over a very long time, a long run, over the long run, and the influence or control the level of code of a nation's principal economic variable. What are principal economic variable of a nation? All these uh, imports, exports, 
the custom all these custom duties different different variables economic variables so they actually manage they coordinate and make decision that influence and control the level of economic growth of a nation to achieve development objectives and that is all about economic planning then we have economic plan what is the difference between economic planning and economic plan planning is different from plan planning is a process Mm -hmm. planning is you're making an attempt you are doing something over a time you get over over a period of time to achieve your objectives that is planning Mm -hmm. thinking before doing now economic plan there's a set of quantitative quantitative these are set of quantitative economic targets to be reached in a given period of time with a clear strategy for achieving the ad for achieving the target so we said economic plan is a set of quantitative economic targets plan is a written form it has already been formulated then the planning is you it's a continuous it's a continuous um process something you do planning what you are doing what you are doing so it's an active word you continue doing the planning but economic plan it's a set of quantitative economic targets so what is it things that have been written now that have been formulated yeah objectives to be reached within a given period of time with clear strategies for achieving the objectives or targets then we move to the third one under nature of development planning we have the comprehensive plan comprehensive plan is a set of targets to cover all major aspects of the national economy set of targets or objectives to cover all major aspects of the national economy that is a comprehensive one the fourth one is a partial plan that is a set of targets that covers only a part of the national economy we we have the comprehensive plan that covers all major aspects and the partial plan that targets that covers only a part of the national economy let's say we have the greek oil the foreign industry all this it doesn't cover all the national economy but just part of it so thank you guys for listening to this concerning nature of development planning on the next notes we shall be discussing agricultural development planning and uh, it's important thank you for listening wagwan wagwan making a wagwan wagwan agricultural development planning now on this note we will be discussing agricultural development planning 
and what do we mean by this agricultural development planning is a systematic effort by the government to utilize the available agricultural resources to the benefit of the farmers and the teeming population okay so let's move on to the importance of planning in agriculture why we want plan for agriculture why is planning needed in agriculture the importance um let's move on the first one planning in agriculture planning ensures that the whole country is evenly developed when you plan your agricultural sector very well it ensures that the whole country is evenly developed even developed in what sense there is enough food across all nation across all part of the nation so it is evenly developed it ensures the whole country is evenly developed the second one planning in agriculture ensures that farmers particularly the peasants have access to modern technology which are beyond their capability due to lack of capital so when when agriculture is well planned in a na- in a nation it gives access to farmers it gives access to farmers to modern um, technology that are beyond their capability because they don't get money so the third one was that planning also enables the economic to cope with problems of uncertainty in agricultural production we all know that agricultural production is is um circled around uncertainty the problems of uncertainty we don't know when the weather will be good when the weather will be bad we don't know that there, there are just a lot of uncertainties that is um that is around agricultural production so when a plan is efficient a, a good plan is in place it enables the economy to cope with the problems of uncertainty the fourth ones the fourth one ensures that desired agricultural production pattern desired agricultural production pattern or let's say desired agricultural practices by the country is achieved it's a desire the the type of plan you guys want is achieved the fifth one agricultural planning often form part of the national development plan so let's move to then you guys we can actually think of more agriculture more importance of planning in agriculture why do we plan in agriculture as you saw a few time on by so let's move to agricultural development plan earlier and the uh, the beginning of this note i said agricultural development planning was a systematic effort made by the government to utilize the available agricultural resources to the benefit of the farmers and the teeming population so agricultural development plan agricultural development planning now this is a set of quantitative economic targets set of quantitative when when i mentioned economic planning and economic plan as well i said economic plan is a set of quantitative target so 
Let's see, agricultural development planning is a set of quantitative economic objectives designed in advance such that the stated agricultural development policies can be achieved. Hmm? So, planning, agricultural development plan is immediate output of agricultural development planning process. Share you get, share you dig. If you don't get, I know if you tell you see me, you forget, but don't forget, I beg, just get it. So let's move on to the problems of agricultural development planning. But before we move on, a jad welcome back guys and yeah i'll be wrapping up agricultural development planning as we will be discussing the problems of agricultural development planning the problems associated with it so let's discuss uh, the first one we have lack of definite and consistent agricultural policy see th- these problems as well is relating to the problems of planning but this is just the problems of agricultural development planning we can as well use the problems of planning to discuss this just with agri just with agri in some variables so we have we have inadequate agric development planners we have the lack of accurate data for planning we have lack of appropriate infrastructure facilities we know they we have lack of effective administration and managerial capacity inadequate extension services and see there are a lot of problems relating to agricultural development planning city extension city administration to danny political instability ni lack of accurate data I want development plan. I don't even want to bad no, 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 no definite agric policy. Why do you want to plan? No definite objective. See, the problems of planning include the lack of objective, reason why you want to plan. If you, and when this is not in place, we have issues. We have palava problems. Thank you guys for listening and. And the f- next notes, we shall be discussing project, the program policies and all. Thank you, guys. Stay tuned. Love you all. Mwah. Ekwa lembe on, ekale asikwa ferei, atu alara amimi le dua. Ibi omoyi adisa ko we eni ko mo eni mo ko apolona takuribejo onun de se ti gbo yin ni owi eto aja abale e ka bo ni asale yi project policy ati programs e ka bo le kan si well good evening once again so now we'll be discussing project policy and programs on this note
Now let's start with her project. Project is a specific singular endeavor carried out to deliver a tangible output. A specific singular endeavor carried out to deliver a tangible output. That means project is um is done once. It's not really done once, but project is targeted at the particular objective. Yeah, project is targeted at a particular objective. It is carried out to deliver a tangible output. A tangible output. What are tangible outputs? Outputs you can money. Oh, African. So now let's let's move to types of projects. You have the competitive and the individual project. The individual project and the competitive project. What are the characteristics of a project? Characteristics. Don't mind my R. Characteristics of a project. Now um, we uh, projects must be defined must have a defined purpose every project is unique we said the first one definable purpose the second one projects are unique each project is unique because they are targeted to deliver a tangible output so each project is unique on its own the third characteristics of a project we have projects are temporary activities they are not for permanent sake they are temporary activities something you do for a short period of time for for a short run for a short time and the fourth one project cut across organizational line they cut across organizational line you know when we discussing organization line in the planning process we said we have the the top dogs which are the higher class we have the middle and we have the lower class in the organization line so the project actually cut across this organization line the fifth characteristics of project we said projects involve unfamiliarity no no to the no to the attach they involve unfamiliarity Project is the process of working to achieve a goal. That's the last one. So that's all about characteristics of a project. Then we classify a project into a defensive and an offensive one. Defensive and an offensive project in a football team. Some teams are so defensive that they no go come out. They no go come out. Me they even sit in with the fear attack. They no go plan. They are so defensive. And some they are so offensive. One man be potential. One man jaja. Me be me. One of them man score. You score, I score. You know all those kind of thing. So in project, we have what we call the defensive and the offensive project as part of the classification. So what do we mean by the defensive project? Defensive projects, they are projects initiated to stabilize and sustain the current business situation. They are projects initiated to 
to stabilize, to, to normalize and sustain. They just they made him the manager, you know. When when this team, uh, Atletico Madrid, if they don't score, they will defend. Why did he defend? Now to just sustain that winning, that that, that winning um, point. To just sustain, they just want to sustain and say, mm, this one goes enough if I can defend. So they want to sustain and maintain that current business situation. Now, so Atletico they do for football lovers. So you're not going to say, bring it, Simeone. If you don't come and go from your side like this, um, because they want to sustain that winning. That win. So the second one we have the aggressive, or what, what I said earlier that or, or offensive um, project. So the aggressive uh, project, a project initiated to enter into a new business in a commercial manner. Now, if you define go, see what happened to Atletico and um, Chelsea got up playing in Champions League. We Chelsea first scored in second leg war attack you will be say in a defensive team you can't attack fully bah. so what 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 we are saying in this aggressive project is that they are projects initiated or formulated to enter into a new they know they do and before they they just want to enter a new business in a commercial manner so you're going to be aggressive with it when you want to enter a new business you're going to be aggressive with it so in essence let's talk of, let's let's use some other case example for those that uh, don't like football let's use the case example of um let's just use a normal businessman let's say okay you the listener you have a business you, you have a business maybe you sell bags when you are winning, you know the kind of strategy you use to win. So now you want to create a defensive project whereby you just continue winning with that same strategy. Just continue selling and making more profit with that, with that same strategy. Then what you are doing at that moment is called a defensive project you are acting on a defensive project because you are using an existing plan to actually sustain and stabilize your current business situation okay so when when you now want to enter into a new business let's say you're selling back before now you want to um enter market with the, these ladies they sell again uh, now you want to start selling um footwears fm atavata i want to start selling pata now <laughs> do those moments you need to formulate another strategy and this time it's going to be aggressive because it's not your business you just want to enter a new business in a commercial way it's not that it's not like aggressive go and aggressive in a commercial manner so 
you just want to enter a new market a new business so thank you for i hope you guys understand that classification of project defensive and um, offensive or aggressive project now let's move to we have we also have some other categories and classification of projects you have the normal project you have the brush project you have disaster project the normal project see time limits it and adequate skin upon um brush project additional cost to gain time then the disaster as the name implies the disaster project anything about to gain time just ah i'm on a company thing work below which we could do so many so many middleman so many middleman company so many middleman company actually need the disaster project they need to formulate some kind of strategy to get out of debt formulate the working plan to get out of debt so um let's move on to project and program what is the difference between project and program project as i've said earlier say na single effort eh? na, na single effort carried out to deliver a tangible output single effort and uh, say na, na once a very short period of time singular efforts of defined duration but you don't say this project must be carried out in so 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 period of time between january 2021 to may 2021 that is a defined duration now program on the other hand program is a collection of projects when you have the projects to enter into um let's say you are in the fabric industry you have a project for the for the bag um, sector you have a project for the for the footways you have a project for the for the sheds sector you have a project for the tourism sector you have, sh- you have you know when you have projects for different sectors in a, in, in an industry hmm, those projects actually they are targeted at carrying out a specific task to gain a particular output you understand so a program is a collective of all this program all these projects a program is a collective of all these projects whereby you you tend to combine two or more pro- programs two or more projects together to form a program then you can say uh, a cosa Ecosa, uh, Ecosa Fabric Program or Shola Fabric Program. But when it is just a project targeted at a particular objective, you can say Ecosa, uh, Ecosa Operation. <laughs> you can say Operation Get the Footwear, Operation, Operation Buy the Bata. Operation by the guinea. She gets all these ones are projects. So programs are multiple related projects which are managed as a single package and coordinated to obtain benefits. Mayor saw a project only program. 
So, kini awon yato do tu wa ninu project and the program. E ma ba mi kalo. Differences between project and programs. We have let let let's use a structure. Let's use some um, certain characteristics for their differences. Where we have the structure, their effort, their duration, and the benefit. Now, these four classification, these four characteristics, will be used to differentiate between a project and a program. Now, we said let's cla- let's differentiate them using the structure. Project is well defined. Well defined and it involves a project charter that states clearly the scope and objective of the project. Project is always well defined. Ude Martini charter to ma differentiate to ma state clearly the objectives and how you want to carry out the project. Now on the other hand programs they have a greater value of uncertainty because you actually don't know how effective other projects are because now you are combining multiple projects together in a program so it gives us a greater level of uncertainty of achieving a particular program now program consists of more projects that is so so um, in need the the footwear the footwear sector can actually do well while the the footwear might actually be doing well while the um, cap sector is not doing well or the or the bag sector not doing well so that will actually affect the program entirely okay you get that is about structure then let's talk about the effort all these things they might ask us to differentiate between a project and program and it's not going to be good enough if we are just differentiating them with their normal definition that a project is a singular effort carried out no it is not that one is not good enough and a program is a collection of multiple projects let's talk some other things let's you can cite some case example if we still have the time if we have the time in the exams that will be that will be better for some of these people's happy with saying that they do so um, we also have effort let's differentiate them let's distinguish them with their effort project represents a single effort just one project at the entire into the bata sector in the fabric industry she gets now projects with that now project of shola be that shola is a bag maker shola is into fabrics shola is in the fabric industry now shola has been making bags for so 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 years and he has been consistent with it or she has been consistent with it and making profits but now he has seen some other opportunities in the fabric industry whereby he can he or she can produce or um she can produce all these other sectors where we have the footwear we have the cab sector we have the the normal wear sector this is the shirt and trousers sector the jersey sector you know all this 
when you see opportunity in those things, you create a project according to a plan with a, with a clearly stated plan. So now the effort in the project is that you are targeting a single effort, a single outcome. She gets a common goal. But whereas in program, it's program we know it is a collection of projects. So that is we are targeting is targeting different efforts, multiple efforts, package of work, shenla or polopo, Now the third one, we have the duration. Project specifically is designed for short term. It is designed. The key is designed, designed. It is designed for short term. Ah, why program it takes longer period of time because you don't know when you're going to be making headway in the in the footwear industry in the footwear sector because it is it contains multiple projects so the program takes a longer period of time the duration then we talk about benefits as a distinguishing factor between program and project in pro, in project Teamwork. Ah, teamwork. Team. Sorry, sorry for that. Teamwork to achieve certain output. Benefit is tangible. Benefit in project is tangible. Uh, whereas in program, teamwork to deliver outcome, which can or cannot be tangible. Benefit of a program is the sum of all benefits of the different project involved thank you guys for listening um i think we are done with policy we know sorry we're done with projects and programs we, we shall be discussing policy in our next note thank you once again a cardboard thank you guys for listening we will be wrapping up with agricultural policy and development on this note here we shall be discussing policy and the previous note we discussed the projects and programs their definite their definition and the differences as well as the characteristics and uh, classification of projects on this note we shall be discussing policy its objectives instruments of policy the previous policies economic policy instruments that nigeria has adopted in the past and also um we should discuss we shall discuss two programs or projects that have been developed in the past operation feed the nation we have the green revolution as well we will be discussing briefly on that so let's start with policy policy in short policy in short is action taken by government in pursuit of certain mission and vision 
So let's discuss economic policy. Economic policy is the aspect of government policy that has to do with the deliberate intervention of government in economic affairs. So to discuss this, we understand that economic we understand policy as an action taken by the government in pursuit of certain aims. So economic policy is just the economic part of the policy she gets aspect of the government policy that has to do with the deliberate intervention of government in economic affairs deliberate intervention of government economic affairs so what are the objectives of economic policy the objectives of economic policy includes full employment they reduce uh, cyclical unemployment in the short run and um, the functional or the structural unemployment in the long term, in the long run. So, part of the objectives we have uh, full employment, full employment, we have price stability, we have improvement in balance of payments, expansion of production. Allocation of factors of production, satisfaction of collective needs, improvement in distribution of income, improvement and in pattern of private consumption. All these things simple. I understand. Say you guys, you go sabiam. Security of supply as well. These are objectives of economic policy. So, um, we move on to instruments of policy. What are the basic instruments of policy? What do we mean by instrument? Instruments are means by which objectives are pursued. Um, all these objectives that we've mentioned earlier, according to the plan, that you have to have a detailed objective. The why planning? Detailed objective. Why do you want to plan? Why do you want to carry it out? So we have the instrument of policy, which actually means how you want to carry it out, what you want to use, the tools you want to use. So these are the instruments. And the instruments include, we have the public finance instrument. We also have um, the money and credit instrument as well. These two key instruments. Now under these key instruments, we have some we have some um how do i say it is it we have some sub instrument or tools factors to be considered factors that you can use to measure factors you can use to measure so under the public finance instrument we have the current balance we have the overall balance we have the government investment <laughs> investment just the pop of this night we have the subsidies and capital transfers we have the transfer to households they have it's very much much we have government stock exchange the current purchase of goods and services direct taxes on household income direct taxes on companies income and so on and so forth so you can just just understand that the instrument of policy are the means by which objectives are being pursued. 
so we have the public finance instruments and we also have the money and credit instruments so under the money and credit instrument we have mentioned earlier the uh, public finance instruments so under the money and credit instrument this actually measures the effect changes in banknotes increase or decrease in banknotes bank advances as well bank rates it measures the effect and changes in the bank bank rates how how bank think they make money how did they take do their services how did they take borrow people money so the subgroups under this under the money and um, credit instruments includes the government's borrowing and lending all these are just part of the banking services now what we need to understand here is that under money and credits it measures the effect of changes you know bank no bank rate the rate at which bank loans uh, all their services the rate at which all these debit alert rates they actually have a certain um they actually have a certain percentage certain formulas for all these rates now the government needs to measure how all this has, is being done the government needs to propose they have to they have to take note of how all this has been done so what do they do they understand the government under this um, instruments we have some other subgroups which include the government borrowing and lending we have the government operations on existing debt we have interest rate instruments we have the instruments acting on credit creation by banks we also have another instrument acting on lending and borrowing by other agents all these things are just services by the bank industry what we need to understand from this whole note is definition of policy it's instrument and um, objectives of economic policy that i've mentioned earlier so let's just discuss briefly the um, previous instruments, the previous economic policy instruments that Nigeria has used in the past. We have what we call the fiscal policies. Fiscal policies, they are, they are policies used all over the world. And what do we mean by fiscal? Fiscal policies, they, during the 1960s, they were developed to raise revenue. There are policies developed to raise revenue and to restrain the level of private and public consumption. All those kind of things. So they they need to control the level of consumption, both the private and the public. So in order to make funds available for investments. So how you want to make how you want to invest and get 30% in 30 days. So you know, say so you go hard. So the government now, in 1960, the Nigerian government, like I said earlier, the fiscal policy is used all over the world. But in 1960, Nigerian government developed their own fiscal policy to raise revenue. They need to make more money. You get. When you, they, they want to raise revenue and restrain consumption, 
ijekuje fome wajeun ano ino apa ubangine to they now le embargo on it trying to restrain the private and public consumption in order to make funds available for investment so we also have another instrument uh, we call the monetary policy we discussed a fiscal policy earlier fiscal policy that governments want to raise revenue by restraining public and private consumption in order to raise funds forwards investment get now we have the monetary policy this is aimed at financing government deficit monetary policy is aimed at financing government deficit provision of bank credit to the private sector for development and control of inflation ah show to you in down so monetary policy as i've said is that why it is how it is different from the fiscal policy is that this is just in that okay government what's jbc government has a deficit budget this social social sector is lagging behind this social social company is on the verge of bankruptcy how do we save them how do we get them out of debt shake it now all these things all these um scenarios i've mentioned that is why they made they, they created the monetary policy just to tackle it that when the government have, have a deficit budget the monetary policy will be put in place to tackle that when some sectors are lagging behind probably they are in debt the monetary policy is the only policy that can tackle that so they said it is aimed at financing government deficits provision of bank credit to private sectors for development and control of inflation control of inflation when prices of just at the moment we understand uh, uh, in the school area that price of pure water is now 29 per sachet now if the government wants to control this kind of inflation in the price of water in the price of sachet water now they have to use the monetary policy whereby banks are going to inject more money inject more money into the economy so uh, let's leave that then i hope you understand better um another policy that was developed and used in the 1960s by nigeria is exchange rates and balance of payment policy we have discussed fiscal policy we discussed the monetary policy that is the monetary policy they use it in the banks for financing government deficits controlling inflation and blah 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 and the fiscal policy they use that to um to make more money to gain more revenue for investments and restraining consumption so now we discuss we will be discussing exchange rates and balance of payment policy this policy tends to penalize the productive sector it tends to penalize the productive sectors of agriculture and manufacturing as it encourages importation 
of goods. I hope you guys understand that friends. There is another policy, exchange rates and balance of payment policy. Policy, eh? Now the only policy where they make, where they penalize the agricultural manufacturing sector that why you go allow this kind of importation of good so you get now when when the agriculture manufacturing sectors are motivated to work more it is expected that importation into the country should be lesser and exportation should grow more now if the importation is now growing higher the only policy that can penalize that that can tackle that can tackle the higher importation is the exchange rate and balance of payment policy it actually penalizes the productive sector the production sector and the manufacturing and the agri sector and the manufacturing sector as those two sectors they are the only sector that encourages importation of goods to meet and work other and to reduce the importation of goods into the country and the fourth policy adopted in the 1960s is the incomes policy we have the incomes policy this covers wages and salaries rent interest and dividends prices and professional incomes to promote more even income distribution enhances productivity and uh, maintain price stability in the economy now all this will involve the income policy government now when i think is it last year i mean last two years no jafon and increase the wage rate increase the wage rate from kinikon to 30,000 hour minimum minimum wage rate now the only policy that can be put on the table to tackle this kind of thing is the income policy now when we want to promote more even income more even income that all lower kids in the labor um and the labor sector should be getting so 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 amount of money so 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 amount of income the policy attached to, to this the policy adopted or that can be used is the income policy because this tackles the prices of professional incomes it tackles dividend it tackles rent and interest and actually it enhances productivity and maintain price stability in the economy as well when we have a surge in price of some unnecessary stuffs that is not supposed to be let's say there's a surge in price of um cocoa yam or cassava or something like that the income policy can actually come in place to tackle the the price instability as well so that is um Ah, that is that on the instrument of economic instrument economic policy instrument that Nigerians Nigeria has used in the past okay guys so now we shall be discussing 
Operation Feed the Nation as a project and um, Gun Revolution as well to wrap this whole um, class up. So, Operation Feed the Nation in 1976, May 1976, General Lushegun Obasanjo introduced the Operation Feed the Nation as a measure to achieve self-sufficiency in food crop production food crop production and inspire a new generation to return to farming not just not just food crop production because um, i remember in the year 1976 those times they also gave us um bullet cheeks to to raise off my lawn in a poultry now. Obasanjo actually tried. He, he, he's a good man. He's a good man. But when you want to you really mock with Obasanjo and a good man. So uh, in May 1976, we started Operation 15 Nation in Nigeria. See Obasanjo to be Kale. New year. Kabis Baba. So what are the objectives of uh, Push and Feed the Nation? What are the duties of the government in ensuring the sources of Operation Feed the Nation? Now, it's objectives of Operation Feed the Nation is not that much. It has a few objectives. And the first one is to become self-reliant in food production. To make Nigeria become a self-reliant in food production. We can produce our food. Now the second objective is growing foods and selling surplus to the government. That is what Opasan Chop postulates to the to the secondary school teachers then. Yeah, okay, yeah, I was in I was in um, part five during that time, nineteen seventy six. The Opasan Jok be um say make with the make with the plants. The surplus, make we plant something we could eat. The surplus, we go bring down to the government. The government will go buy them. What a nice idea. What a nice idea. Well, uh, another objective is that increase, to increase local food production and reduce imports. All these objectives are just the same. Because the major objective is to achieve self-sufficient self-sufficiency in um, food production food crop production then the government duties what are the government duties in achieving these objectives in achieving in making sure that operation feed the nation is a success logging alone we have Plenty extension services, some awalati, colosoko, lati. There are so many. So I think Obasanjo that time it deployed so many extension service agents to the farmers. So that is one of the duties of the government. Extension services to the farmers. We have the subsidized fertilizer distribution. Ah, Ibai. Fertilizer and more that you mean by um, you know to get back to buy all this fertilizer because they, they, they import them inside 
continue. So, but at that time, even me with the part five self, I feel even buy fertilizer. You see that the passenger is a good man. So we have a provision of he provided um, aircraft for spraying pesticide. When we have okay, nineteen seventy eight, we issue um issue this grasshopper who infect most of our farmlands in Nigeria, northern Nigeria. So what do they do that time? They they provide aircraft, provide aircraft for pesticide application very fast it's a very fast man and then another object another duty of the government they also give us poultry chicks they distributed post poultry chicks to farmers in the like it year not the best no shape poultry last man i started doing poultry 19 the late late 1977 child, almost 1978. Yeah, so I benefited from the uh, operation feed the nation poultry chicks as well, thanks to Obasanjo. And um, another bit, agricultural estate we are established and released to farmers. Government is by the law. 1976, government is called by the law. That you know, by myself, collect like two acres, and that's all. Then we discuss a green revolution. Green revolution, hmm. India Mopoe, Operation Feed the Nation. After regime of Bassonjo in 1976, the regime ended in 1980. See once she change from transition from uh, military to the to the civilian. See she shagari wali. See shagari wali. There are loopholes in this operation for the nation. Let me come up with green revolution. So operation for the nation lasted for about five years, and green revolution took place. And so green revolution was launched to the place of operation for the nation by Shew Shagari administration. And 1980, April 1980. Well, what are the objectives of the um, revolution? What are the duties of the government in the revolution? The main objectives of the revolution is to ensure adequate, reliable, and safe supply of food. Safe supply of food for the teeming population for the growing population to ensure adequate reliable safe supply of nutritious food for the population the second objective is to achieve food security the third one raise and stabilize the nutritional standard of nigerians and the last um, of my own list the last objectives yeah, is to ensure stability in food commodity market. Manager, not just the sale anyhow. So, what are the duties of the government? The rules, um, the Shew Shagari administration play in achieving the success of gun revolution. The first one, they introduced modern inputs for increased productivity. They introduced modern inputs for increased productivity. 
the second one they provided loan to farmers through agricultural credit scheme to the commercial banks and the nigerian agricultural cooperative banks so in essence one shall produce one provide loan the first one one provide the modern inputs more key production layer the second one will provide loan the third one the supply financial incentives to large-scale farmers to enhance large-scale production thank you guys for listening that is all on agricultural policy and development um i promise this should be the i promised earlier that this will be the last voice note the last note on agricultural policy and development but i'll beg you guys to give me the opportunity to actually add one more where we will be having a recap on all of what we have mentioned earlier not not everything now but let's say revision so i'll be adding one more one more note to do a recap on everything we have talked about from the one thank you Stay tuned.